This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. The following podcast contains audio extracted from videos on the Harry Potter Theory YouTube channel. Hey everyone, welcome to another installment of Harry Potter Theory. Today, we're discussing magic and whether or not this powerful force of nature can ever be stripped away from those who wield it. In the world of Harry Potter, where magic is omnipresent and omnipotent, I can't help but wonder whether the extraordinary abilities possessed by witches and wizards can ever be lost. Typically, witches and wizards, who are destined to wield magic, begin exhibiting signs of magical ability in childhood, though within this time frame there is considerable variety. For instance, individuals such as Professor McGonagall exhibited clear indications of magic from an early age. In her earliest moments, she demonstrated remarkable abilities, playing her father's bagpipes, summoning toys to her crib, and even exerting control over the household cat. Similarly, Ariana Dumbledore showcased her magical prowess during her early childhood. Conversely, individuals like Neville Longbottom took a longer time to manifest their magical abilities. Although he too exhibited magic in his earliest hours by discreetly manipulating his blanket for added security, this subtle act went unnoticed. Neville did not demonstrate magic again until a more pressing situation forced it out of him. It occurred when he was dropped from a height and fortuitously bounced, resulting in his rescue from a potentially dreadful fall. Overall, however, it's agreed that magic is displayed at a minimum by the time the witch or wizard reaches 11 years old, otherwise known as Hogwarts age. But I wonder, can magic be stripped away just as quickly as it manifests? Can one who finds themselves accustomed to their magical capabilities be then reduced to what is effectively a squib? Today, we're going to discuss witches and wizards losing magic in Harry Potter. We will also touch upon instances of losing magic in other fictional works, such as the concept of severing in Robert Jordan's Wheel of Time, or the magic loss depicted in Lev Grossman's The Magicians. Hopefully, by drawing comparisons to these fictional universes, we can shed light on whether similar occurrences exist in J.K. Rowling's own creation. Origins of Magic Before we can dive too far into the topic of whether magic can be stripped away, I think it's first important to take a look at what magic actually is and where it comes from. In essence, magic is an inherent part of the fabric of the universe and exists as a kind of energy that can be harnessed and manipulated by those with the ability to do so, those possessing the appropriate genetic makeup. This theory is supported by the fact that magic is present in various forms in the natural world, 
such as in the plants and animals that inhabit the Wizarding World. Furthermore, it appears that magic is somehow linked to the human psyche, presenting itself as a manifestation of the power of the mind. This theory is supported by the fact that many magical spells and incantations in the series involve the use of intention and visualization, as well as the power of belief. Witches, wizards, and other creatures who possess magical abilities bear a gene that allows them to exploit the natural forces of magic. This is reinforced by JK Rowling. The ability for humans to use magic is a hereditary trait passed down from a person's ancestors, which allows witches and wizards to practice it. Rather than being a mystical or unnatural pursuit that defied the laws of nature, however, magic simply allowed those who could wield it to exploit them in very specific and creative ways that muggle sciences were unable to replicate. In essence, witches' wizards are essentially advanced or mutated human beings that have either inherited the ability to exploit magic through their ancestry, or, in rarer occasions, independently developed the ability to exploit magic through a genetic mutation. They have advanced physiologies, heightened perception, and if trained enough, have the ability to control the world's elements to some extent. It would also appear that, besides possessing the magical gene, witches and wizards have some other notable physiological benefits that could classify them as advanced humans. These traits include longer lifespans, though not to a significant extent, and a resistance to most common illnesses. Basically, witches and wizards are just enhanced humans, which means that their existence, pre-magic, is the same as the original ancestors of humans who were thought to have first existed about six million years ago. Over millions of years, humans developed and evolved, and so it shouldn't be surprising to anyone that eventually, humans started showing supernatural capabilities. The ability to perform magic. Losing magic. In many other movies, series, books, there's always at least a tiny mention of draining a wizard's power dry. For example, in the Wheel of Time series, magic users known as channelers can be severed from the one power, permanently cutting them off from their ability to channel. In C.S. Lewis's Narnia series, individuals who possess magical abilities can lose them if they become disconnected from Aslan, the great lion who oversees Narnia. In Lev Grossman's The Magician's Trilogy, individuals can lose their magical abilities in response to things like emotional trauma or intentional magical interventions. In Christopher Paolini's Inheritance Cycle, magic users called spellcasters can lose their magical powers if they overuse or exhaust their energy, known as their strength. And in the Enchanted Forest Chronicles, magical individuals can lose their powers if they willingly renounce or reject their magical abilities. So I can't imagine the Harry Potter universe being any sort of exception to this rule. As it happens, there is a quote from Dumbledore in The Half-Blood Prince alluding to this very subject. Of course, it is also possible that her unrequited love and the attendant despair sapped her of her powers. That can happen. And from this one tiny standalone quote, I think we can reasonably derive that yes, it is possible for one to lose their magical powers. This quote, referring to Merope Gaunt, implies that strong negative emotions, such as heartbreak and despair, have the potential to affect a witch or wizard's connection to and control over their magic. It also highlights the intricate relationship between emotions and magic in the Harry Potter universe, suggesting that emotional well-being and stability can influence a person's magical potential and abilities. 
This is very similar to Lev Grossman's The Magicians, where magical abilities can be lost in response to emotional trauma. But something important to remember here is that the magic still isn't drained, and that's because it never existed within the body in the first place. It is not a resource within the body, but rather a ubiquitous, pervasive force that exists all around us. The same magic that surrounds witches and wizards also surrounds muggles. The only difference is that wizards have seemingly developed a way to harness it. But now that we've established that it is possible for a witch or wizard to lose their magical abilities, I do want to dig a little deeper. Unfortunately, beyond Dumbledore's quote, there is nothing else in the books pointing to how one might lose their powers. However, there do seem to be a few other instances that come to mind when attempting to consider how one may lose their magical powers. Magical diseases. Just as diseases in the muggle world can erode our essence, leaving us as mere shells of our former selves, it is reasonable to believe that the magical world of Harry Potter also harbors afflictions that have the potential to strip witches and wizards of the very essence that defines them, magic itself. One such disease that comes to mind is the Maledictus Curse, a dark, bloodline-perpetuated curse that is passed on through generations of family members and is transferred from mother to daughter. A Maledictus suffers a blood malediction, a type of curse that causes the sufferer to slowly transform into an animal over the course of their life. The animal can vary according to the specific curse. In Harry Potter, the main Maledictus that comes to mind is Nagini, whose blood malediction meant that she was destined to turn into a snake, becoming less human and more snake each and every day. In earlier life, the Maledictus will possess the ability to transform at will, but that's what slips over time. Eventually, you will lose the ability to transform, and will be stuck in whatever animal form that is destined for you. As fans of Fantastic Beasts will have witnessed, Nagini was once a woman, able to perform all sorts of magic at will. But from the moment she became trapped in her snake prison, she completely lost the ability to harness magic in this way. While she was still a magic individual, Nagini no longer possessed the ability to wield the natural forces around her. I'd also wager that, in addition to the Maledictus Curse, there are probably other magical illnesses and conditions that can cause a gradual or sudden loss of magical abilities. If you can think of some examples, be sure to comment them below. Magical Draining Dementors are malevolent, spectral beings that feed on human happiness, leaving their victims in a state of despair and hopelessness. When a Dementor is near, it exudes an overwhelming sense of coldness and darkness, effectively sucking out the positive emotions of those in close proximity. And if you're unlucky enough, you may be subject to the Dementor's Kiss, a devastating attack which removes a person's soul from their body, leaving them as an empty shell, alive but devoid of their inner essence. The individuals who experience the Dementor's Kiss are often characterized as being left in a state of irretrievable absence. They are effectively rendered into a vegetative condition, devoid of any willpower or personal identity. Additionally, as you might have guessed, those subjected to the kiss also suffer the loss of their magical abilities. Wand Law No discussion surrounding a witch or wizard's ability to perform magic is complete without a lesson in Wand Law. According to Wand Law, a witch or wizard's connection with their wand is essential for harnessing and channeling their magic effectively. 
If a wand is broken, or if there is a misalignment between a witch or wizard's magical core and their wand, it can result in a significant decrease in their magical abilities. While this may not imply a complete loss of magic, it does suggest that external factors can impede an individual's ability to harness their magic, and it does highlight the extremely temperamental nature of the witch or wizard's relationship to magic. Science versus Supernatural Before we close out this video, there is one other aspect of magic that needs to be clarified. It's pretty widely accepted that magic in the Harry Potter series is based on science, a natural force that can be studied and understood through the study of magical theory and the practice of magic. Reinforcing this is the fact that the use of magic in this series often involves scientific principles such as the conservation of energy. However, there is a subset of people that believe magic in the series to be a product of religion, a mysterious and unknowable force that is beyond the understanding of mere mortals. In fact, this religious correlation is one of the main reasons that the Harry Potter books became, temporarily, one of the most banned books to have ever hit shelves. Under the assumption that the magic in the books was religious in nature, many Christian groups strongly opposed it, the reason for this being that witchcraft is directly denounced in the Bible. But I'm here to set the record straight. Magic is science-based, a fact that has been confirmed by JK Rowling herself. I only bring this up because the origin of magic is going to influence one's interpretation on how said magic can be lost. And that about sums up today's topic. Hopefully this video has provided you with some clarity on how a witch or wizard can lose their magical abilities. Though this thought had occurred to me in the past, I never took the time to research it, so this has been quite a fulfilling video to make. Also, if I've missed anything, please comment it down below. If you enjoy the content, please like the video and subscribe to the channel. Until next time, remember, it does not do to dwell on dreams and forget to live.